Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a test. This station is conducting a test of the emergency broadcasting system. This is only a test. Of all these opinions, this is the one that continues to blindside me, dumbfound me, gobsmack me, thunderstruck Just me. blasphemy. Absolute blasphemy. Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the Everybody procedure, everyone? What's the procedure? Stay calm! This is the Overreaction Podcast. I am Chase. With me is always my man, Cody. And happy 2024 to you, my friend. Happy 2024 to you as well and to all the people that are listening to this as well. I am currently in a drive back down from Missouri to Texas, 12 and a half hours straight through. We might make like four stops at a gas station every once in a while, fill the tank all the way back up to full, and then just keep on trucking along. If I'm not on that trip, something very wrong has gone on. So I might not be on next week. We'll see if that happens. But um, (laughs) no, we're recording this one a little bit early, but definitely happy new year. Hope you all had a fantastic holiday season. And then we'll get right back into the swing of things fantasy football season at this point is over right and so you basically have if unless you're playing week 18 you crazy bastards out there that are doing that um i do not want to be y'all but i mean all power to you if you want to do it i hope that all of your players are actually playing and not just taking off the week and i hope that you can get through it if you are but most of our fantasy playoffs are over at this point so chase hope everything went well for you hope everything went well for me too i know those paths intertwine a little bit at some points here as we're recording this right now but um, ho- hopefully everything went very well for everybody out there and y'all had a very happy holiday one of us is clearing room for for a belt right now so that's that's the the hope at least i know there's other teams in that but hey you know what hopefully one of us is and 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 i have some room already cleared out so hopefully it's me but um yes again happy 2024 uh again it's the off season we're going to be getting into a ton of uh 2024 class things um ray is going to be doing a bunch of film breakdown we're gonna have the senior bowl stuff tons of incredible things are going to be on the horizon here in 2024 for destination debbie so make sure you are part of the community destination debbie.com uh do join whatever tier you can make happen if you're able to to at least get access to the tools do that we're going to touch on the war tool some trinity tracker things like that uh today as well Uh, But again, making sure you're in the Discord. This is going to be hands down the best place to be to improve your dynasty process and make you a better manager going into the next season. So you can win the offseason here. So you can win the offseason. This is the time to do it. And we are going to kick off, I guess, round two of our 
uh, roster review series. We'll do round three potentially next week, I believe, and, and kind of wrap things up with, you know, I think the big mystery of we, we talk about all these win now pieces, all these aging assets, things like that. So next week we'll get into, you know, how do you, you know, what do you do to pivot off of a, a win now contender, keep it either competitive uh, or, or what, what options do you truly have when you have some assets that uh, might be dying out on you? But this week, we got a different one, so we got uh, got some fun stuff for us on a, a retool that's that's moving on up in the world. And this is one of your teams too. Last week we didn't do one of my teams. We did one of the guys that I, I know pretty well. We got the roster review in for him, kind of just giving him a view of what it would be like if we got the roster review in for one of our teams and what the process is that we go through. But now we need to go pr- through the process of your league. And like you said, it is the off season, but you can get so much advantage during this off season, even if, even if. Let's just say you grind through the entire offseason and you get three thirds worth of value. <laughs> like the time that we put in to do that, probably net worth is not worth it. But in your dynasty rosters aspect, it is very worth it. And so I encourage you to do that <laughs> through all of this offseason. Keep rocking with us. Keep rocking with everything the Destination Debbie is giving you out. And you will probably make much more of a profit than just three thirds throughout it. But Chase, let's get into your roster right now. See what we need to do for this roster throughout the 2024 offseason, because this is the team that has been eliminated from the playoffs a little bit more in the retool. Last week, we were doing a little bit more of the team that went 0-14 we need probably another year to really get this thing going it could compete it could probably sneak into the playoffs but this is a team that I think is probably ready to go if you get everything right throughout the 2024 process and into the actual season I think this is a team that could start to compete this year so break me break me down through this roster through the settings what do we got going on through this team that we're going to break down today yeah so we'll do some some settings and then uh, the overall roster it's or the overall uh uh, roster breakdown of what we have for the league so it's a 12 team super flex start 10 so very standard in that aspect lineup league ppr with a 1.5 tight end premium so only a 0.5 premium not a whole lot uh six passing touchdowns minus two for uh for interceptions i do have i believe it's a 22 man roster with four taxis four irs so kind of shallower uh, in the grand scheme of things. So truly like in the off season, I'll have 26 roster spots that I can utilize. And then um, let's just kind of look at, at capital wise. I do have the one Oh one, one Oh four. And then I have a pick that's going to be the, either the one Oh seven through one Oh nine. By the time we're all talking or by the time we're, we're listening to this again, uh, I will know where that pick lies, but for the time being, it's going to be the same thing for our standards, right? Exactly. It's going to be a mid, a mid to to late 24 first. So have a couple options there. Uh, But yeah, I mean, like let's look at the war and really see what this league itself values or should value when it comes to roster construction here. Exactly. And like you said, we're going to look at this war tool. The war tool is available through destinationdevy.com. You can find your own league. We will probably post this along with the uh, along with the link to this podcast over on X. Dot com. You can find that on Destination Devi as well, who will probably be tweeting this out as well. We'll post that war graph over there for you all to see and visualize with you. But if you do have your own league that might have a little bit of different settings, maybe it's not the exact standard 12-team, Superflex, Start 10, Lineup, PPR, all of these things that can change throughout every single league. You can plug your own settings into that war tool. It will give you that for the last three years where you're going to use a three-year war average for this league. You can get it for by position. You can get the war score. You can get everything through that 
that. You can also get a training tracker. All of the tools that are available through destinationdevy.com. Definitely go hammer home all of those tools throughout the offseason. And that is where the really advantage lies over all of your opponents. Definitely go do that. But let's break down the war tracker for this individual league. 12 teams, start 10, line up half, 1.5 tight end premium league. We're going to be looking at the quarterbacks first. The quarterbacks are the main focus in this league, higher than any other line on the Warcraft. Quarterbacks one through about nine are going to be the ones that you really want to get. And then it dips down and flattens off all the way about quarterback 11, 12, all the way through the rest of them. The next ones, wide receiver and running back are pretty even all the way throughout here. They just gradually dip down. But you do have CMC. No, it is actually CMC and then, what is it, Tyreek Hill this year, or the, the wide receiver one, actually, because we're at <laughs> on the three-year war average. The wide receiver one is the most valuable asset in this league right now, but it is not by much. All of these positions are really grouped up together at the top, but the running back and wide receivers are fairly average all the way through their their war graphs really don't differentiate much the big thing here is 1.5 tight end premium all the people out here you've heard the you've heard scott connor talk about 1.5 tight end premium it does not matter It, it does not matter what you think that tight end premium gives you in terms of war, it is just god awful. There's only two <laughs> tight ends that actually matter, and then everything else over a three-year period, just taking who scores at tight end one year over year, who scores at tight end two, and who scores at tight end three year over year, only two tight ends per year matter if you're actually breaking it down by war, and nothing else matters. It just flattens off, and so really, what does tight end actually mean? It doesn't mean much unless you have the one that hits that year. So there's going to be a difference in the way we roster construct in a 1.5 tight end premium compared to last week. Whenever we broke down a two tight end premium league, there's going to be a drastic difference in the way that we try to roster a tight end room. Yeah, even even when you're looking at just the just looking at the the one year window here for for this one as well, um, like not a single tight end even cracks any of the other three positions uh, when it comes to the, the war graph. So uh, yeah, it's it's a lot more stability with the quarterback position uh, outlasting a, a slight hair bump this year for for wide receivers over um, running backs. Other than you know your top elite, you know CMC this year, but for the most part, it's just a gradual you know, side by side with with a wide receiver and running back, then they eventually intersect and kind of have a, a more of a uh, discrepancy towards like the the threshold wide receivers back in the 40s and 30s. Uh, but yeah, in the end, quarterbacks, some running backs matter, and then wide receivers are going to be, be pretty important tight end we can kind of pivot off of. But let's get into the actual roster itself, uh, kind of break things down of where we're at. We'll just go position by position. We'll look at all of the capital that, that we have and then discuss some of the potential moves here. So this was a, a team that was a, we'll, we'll call it a retool because I'm not a big fan of the, the productive struggle term. So I knew this year was not going to be my year. Um, last year, I was able to, to draft CJ Stroud. I do have Lamar Jackson, Daniel Jones. We, we talk about it all the time. We practice what we preach. I have a lot of Daniel Jones. He is my QB three on this roster. And then I have Jameis Winston. So that's my quarterback room right now is CJ Stroud, Lamar Jackson, Danny Dimes, and Jameis Winston. 
Yeah, unfortunately, we have a lot of those Daniel Jones sticking around on those rosters that are just hanging out on IR right now. Hopefully, he comes back for 2024 and gives us a little bit of something, but we don't really know. Right now, looking at this, looking at what, what the war is telling us, we do probably want a couple more quarterbacks here. Uh, we, we probably want a couple more in the backup quarterback range that we can potentially flip going into the offseason, a little bit out of that optimal roster construction that we probably want to get to. If you haven't heard the roster construction series, if you're just getting into this series right now, we talked about it last week as well. Go back six weeks ago. Now, I think at this point, listen through all of the last five weeks of Scott Connors roster construction series breaks down very well exactly for this type of league almost exactly he actually goes through a 1.75 tight end premium this is 1.5 so the tight end is even worse here compared to how much he's going to dog it in that series uh, but you want those backup quarterbacks here in this 12 team start 10 a little bit undervalued or a little bit lacking here as i'm looking at it right now but you do have two guys who i would put in the top seven quarterbacks minimum whenever we get to 2024 startup season in cj stroud and lamar jackson absolutely love that just a little bit out of roster construction but love the room yeah the big thing that, that, that with this one is a little bit shallower because it's only 26 man roster so uh being able to to have flexibility is going to be important so um i do want to we'll, we'll go we'll finish up the positions and we'll look at exactly what kind of breakdown we want to have um optimally uh this off season so that's gonna wrap up uh quarterbacks there running backs b john robinson jameer gibbs Brees hall zach charbonnet tank bixby bigsby uh, and then a bunch of nothing. Isaiah Spiller, Jeff Wilson, Pierre Strong, Chris Evans, Zonovan Knight, all a bunch of cut candidates most likely. But that is the running back room right now. We got, what, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. We have 10 right now with, again, Bijan, Jameer, Brees kind of headlighting this group. Yeah, I mean, you potentially going into 2024, as much as we were talking about having two top seven, top six quarterbacks potentially, you probably have three of the top five running backs going into 2024. And if it was three years ago, you would have probably the best team in Dynasty <laughs> in all of the land with these guys. And you'd probably be able to get three firsts for all of them. But it's a different Dynasty market right now, and everybody kind of hates running backs. So you're holding on to the assets that are a little bit devalued right now, but they still have a lot of value to your team. It's just not as much as it once was. And so what can you capitalize on with this with this asset, with this room that you do have, because obviously you don't, I, I we're going to get into it a little bit more, but you don't really need all three of these guys. You, you don't really yeah. need to be holding on to three of the top five running backs in dynasty fantasy football, as it currently stands, if you can actually get commensurate market value back in return. So we'll get into a little bit more of the pivots off of that, but obviously your running back room is, even if your quarterbacks are CJ Stroud and Lamar Jackson, I think your running back room is even more set and probably overset with assets. Yeah, and that's that's exactly what I'm looking at here too. So we'll explore some options of what we can potentially do with that running back room. Uh, wrapping up uh, wide receiver here, a little bit more thin, and this is really where I I feel like I need some help. Uh, Brandon Ayuk into the list. Uh, it's Josh Downs, JMO. Jacoby Myers, Jalen Hyatt, Elijah Moore, Isaiah Hodgins, Darius Slayton against some more cut candidates that, that are there. So I have some roster spot flexibility, but truly uh, in terms of like rosters or guys that I would actually start on this roster, it's Brandon Ayuk and I've been starting Jacoby Myers all year long. Like it's not pretty at all at wide receiver. 
I'm actually very interested because we're looking at Dynasty Daddy right here and we're looking at the values. I'm incredibly shocked that Jacoby Myers is actually below Jameis Winston, Jameson wins, Jameson Williams, not Jameis Winston, Jameson <laughs> Williams and Josh Downs. Like I would actually have Jacoby Myers probably equal to or over those two, but he's actually below them. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you're, you're going to have to start them right now. You really do only have one, what we would really call threshold wide receiver. The other two, other three here that we're looking at, you might be able to sneak into that like last flex spot, but really, realistically, you really do only have one wide receiver that you're actually comfortable with moving into 2024, 2025 and beyond. Especially in a start, Tana. So I think that's the the biggest room uh, room for improvement that I really need to make uh, happen is that wide receiver spots getting uh, getting figured out. So uh, we'll dive into those. Wrapping up tight end, I have four tight ends on this roster. I do have Kyle Pitts. I have Tucker Craft, and then two candidates that can can go, which is Hayden Hurst and Austin Hooper. It's tight end. Woohoo! I guess. <laughs> You're you're in the 1.5 tight end premium, right? They do yeah. not matter as much as a, a 0.5 tight end premium. Let me reiterate to the fullest amount that I can. A 0.5 tight end premium is basically a no tight end premium. It does not matter. Even you rostering four here, there. I mean, it's basically a burnt roster spot. Luckily, Hayden Hurst is on IR right now, right? Like that's that's okay. I can fully stomach that. I think you only have two guys on IR in your roster right now. Perfectly fine. But if he was on an active roster, even Austin Hooper on an active roster, it's a burnt roster spot. When are you ever going to put Austin Hooper into a lineup to actually make a contributing effort? It's never going to happen. So in this one right here, obviously we're looking at Kyle Pitts, Tucker Craft right now. Right now as we're, ent- as we're exiting the season with Luke Musgrave being on IR, he's actually been fairly decent. Now in a 1.5 Titan premium, he still doesn't matter. <laughs> But he actually has a little bit of he actually has a little bit of market value. Hopefully, going into next year, um, Kyle Pitts. Look, we've uh, we've we've been down this road before. Um, I think we've I know. we've known my my stance to Kyle Pitts, and it's not been a good one. I've at times said he wasn't a top twelve tight end in Dynasty, and I think that I might not have him in my top twelve whenever we re rank at the beginning of the off season. So. Johnny Smith over. Uh, yeah. Um, Johnny Smith is out producing <laughs> Kyle Pitts, and he might actually be the leading tight end on the Falcons whenever we get through the entire season. So just putting it out there. I mean, I put it out there in like week six and I got buried for it, but we're, we're OK. Crazy Cody. <laughs> I was I was crazy at the time. I was honestly I actually as much as I said it, I didn't think it would happen. I was more just speaking in a little bit of little bit of like what could be and hey we're actually in that scenario right now where Kyle Pitts might not actually be a top 12 dynasty wide receiver but he still has the name right and I think just a little bit to go off of Kyle Pitts if we actually do see Arthur Smith and Desmond Ritter removed from this offense Kyle Pitts will be right back up there to tight end six there will be hope if, if there's new change if there's any new change it will be right back up there to the hopium of Kyle Pitts and I'm fully fine holding him but if they roll back out there again with Arthur Smith and Desmond Ritter for another year, which a lot of Atlanta people are talking about happening, it's going to be really rough for Kyle Pitts going into 2024. So, I mean, that's that that is the piece. Again, it has a high high value fluctuation there. A lot of a lot of kind of correlating things that that could impact Kyle Pitts's value and uh, what he even is in fantasy. 
But uh, yeah, that'll wrap up the, the players themselves. Again, mentioned earlier, have the 101, 104. We'll go 108. And then in the second round, I have the 204, 206. That's pretty much it. I have a fourth as well. So um, kind of have good capital, not super deep in terms of uh, in terms of that goes. But I have five, you know, top 18 picks, which makes me feel good. Uh, nothing outside of that beyond this year. So looking at optimal roster construction here, again, we have 26 spots to really work with. 22 roster, four taxi. Ideally, what are your thoughts on exactly where we should have this? I know we, we tend to skew more towards the, the QB depth. How would you restructure this roster construction? Yes, whenever we're looking at look looking through the offseason up until we get to draft point. Once we get to draft, you can actually spend those four taxi spots. You can pick up guys off of the free agency wire, even if you don't have, you know, you only have the one fourth right now. I don't really care about that. You can get as many quarterbacks as you want to fill up that taxi spot. And that's what I do to fill out my quarterbacks, honestly, is just get all these rookie quarterbacks that go in the fifth or sixth round that don't get drafted in the first four rounds of the actual uh your league's rookie draft and that's probably where i'd look to backfill my quarterback room right now unless there's actually guys just sitting on the waiver wire right now and then i'd start to do that right now but where we want to get to an optimal roster construction it's probably looking at the range of five to six quarterbacks we probably want to be in the range of nine to eleven running backs wide receivers probably eight to ten and then tight ends at a 1.5, truthfully, I want to be two to four, and I probably want to be closer to the two number. You've got Kyle Pitts. When are you ever going to start your Austin Hooper, your Tucker Craft outside of the bye week, even if it is Kyle Pitts, who I don't like? You're going to be putting Kyle <laughs> Pitts in your starting tight end room every single week, and you're never flexing them. If you are, it's god-awful circumstances, and you probably aren't winning at that point. So. Um, you probably want to be that two to three. I'd lean more to the, I'd lean more to the two side at the tight end. Okay. Yeah. I think that's kind of where I'm at too. Uh, I'm probably going to get a little shallower at uh wide receiver. I mean, again, 26 roster spots makes it a little tough to, to really like uh, accumulate and just kind of corner a market, which does uh, it, it does come into play, but I do like with where, where we're at with that thinking. So that's kind of what we'll, we'll look at here. And uh, let's just get into some trades. So talked about CJ Stroud, Lamar Jackson. Obviously, it's more depth pieces than anything here, kind of uh, accumulating, you know, those those backup quarterbacks that could have some trade value. Don't really need to get anything there. So, I, I mean, unless there's anything you want to touch on with quarterback, I kind of want to just skip that unless you think there's something I should do with Stroud or Lamar. Only thing at quarterback is you need to you need to ramp up the backup quarterbacks. You only have the four of them right now with Daniel Jones and Jameis Winston being your potential quarterbacks. I don't know what we really think of Daniel Jones right now. I don't think yeah. even the Giants know what they think of what they have in <laughs> Daniel Jones right now, whether he's a starter or a backup. But you probably need to add the two more backups with cuts either to the running back or the wide receiver position. And then where I really think we need to have the conversation, though, because this is typically what we think as a quarterback is you have the one one in this league, right? And yes. so I think that that's where we need to go because as much as we could break down position by position, we, we have this one one and that's the biggest asset that you probably have on this entire team right now. I mean, even you're not going to trade a one one straight up for Bijan this year. That's not happening after the year that he posted. Yeah. He's a core, he's a running back two at best on some weeks, whenever Arthur Smith actually wants to use him, even CJ Stroud right now. I don't know. Uh, he's probably, 
neck and neck almost with uh, Caleb Williams coming out for most people in a Superflex 12 team league. So what, do you, what are we looking to do with this? What are we looking to do with this 101 as we have two quarterbacks that are actually in that range where I'm perfectly comfortable with and I don't really need a third? And I think this is really where the debate comes down to, because, I, I, you know, we've we've talked, you've seen the the mock drafts. We've talked about, like, you know, the options at 101 and, and it, we assume it's Caleb, right? We assume it's Caleb, but there's also Marvin Harrison Jr. out there with my desperation for for wide receivers. Marv is definitely on the table if I can't make a move. I do know in this league, just kind of getting specifics for for everybody, the uh, the 102 desperately needs a quarterback, absolutely needs a quarterback. Now, the 103 in this one, there's a little bit more question mark. He could go Marv. He could go quarterback, depending on, on you know, really preference at that point. So that one gets a little bit hairy. So it's like, all right, if, if do, you, do you take the gamble and trade back a slot? Do you take it and, and try and still get Marv? Do you use this pick and and use it as a, a uh, you know, top eight quarterback, a first round, you know, startup pick? And you try and accumulate value of current players. So I mean, there's definitely some options on the table. the The big thing for me is is how many Marv shares am I going to have? And this is one of the few ones that I have an opportunity to get Marv. But again, I know I have some holes to fill in this roster if I want to compete. And I don't know if just adding Marv is enough or uh, or what we can do with that. So the first thing that I go to as soon as you- one, you're fine at quarterback, and it's not a typical position for the 101 to be at, right? Typically, you yeah. do not look yourself into a 101 while you have a Lamar Jackson and CJ Stroud. So immediately, I'm looking to trade out of that position because somebody, like you just said, the 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 number two team desperately needs a quarterback. Now there are two quarterbacks, and does that limit your trade market flexibility with that player or with that manager a little bit? Probably does, probably does to an extent, but if they have a true number one over a number two, you can actually capitalize on that. Just feel it out throughout the offseason. That's where I'd be at. I'd be looking to tear down off of that pick, especially as you are looking at this team, probably thinking really the only piece you really want to just draft straight up is Marvin Harrison. Then you go to the point of, even if this is one of the few spots that you can actually get Marvin Harrison Jr., I'm still taking any of the top five wide receivers in Dynasty right now <laughs> over Marvin Harrison Jr. Like, Ooh. and you can straight up trade him for any of those whenever he comes out because it's god awful lunatic crazy as people are for Marvin Harrison Jr. You are going to see people, and we've already seen people while he's in college and doesn't have any chance to hit your lineup, trade him straight up for AJ Brown, Amon Ross St. Brown. Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, C.D. Lamb. And if you can get any of those five, I'd do straight up for Marvin Harrison without question. Man, oh, man, oh, man. I mean, we know I'm crazy. This was a conversation started December of last year. You know, where will Marvin Harrison rank when he's drafted? And it was immediately wide receiver three. It was Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Marvin Harrison Jr. And... And and, and 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 yes, you're absolutely right. I, I do think that, that that those trade possibilities are going to be there. Um, so I'm, I'm not going to shut the door on them. I, I do again. I have the 104 as well. So there's there's going to be some other potential you know 
picks that I can I can use and, and kind of make some you know maneuvers to improve this roster. But I do think that that is the most valuable asset. Now, timing is something I want to discuss with you as well because we are on the topic of of the one hundred and one. Like, there's no, nothing's going to change that. That is the one hundred and one. It is whomever I want it to be or whomever that owner wants it to be at the one hundred and one. So, timing wise, holding that all the way up until the draft. You want to trade if you want to trade it. You want to trade it before the draft happens. But but like, do you want to get as close to possible, or or are you are you just down to just take? I mean, if you can get CD Lamb and you're just running, just out for the one hundred and one. No, because I want to down tier it first. Because I think the Marvin okay. Harrison in this league is going to fall to the one hundred and two or the one hundred and three. I don't think that the one hundred and one is going to be Marvin Harrison consensus. Okay. So no, if, that's, if, that's what I wanted to find out. So if that's the case, I want to down tier first, and then I want to get to the 102 or the 103, and then I want to trade that pick for CD Lamb, uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, AJ Brown, whatever, whatever happens then. But okay. I want to do it before the draft happens because you know what's going to happen is everybody's going to love he's going to, everybody's going to love Marvin Harrison Jr. until he goes to the Bears, and for some reason no, they keep Justin Fields. Don't don't do that to me. Don't do it. I, I I hate I it too. And then he's gonna go to a bad situation. He's gonna get drafted by the Patriots, and they're gonna roll out Bailey Zappi as the quarterback again for the 2024 season, and everybody's gonna hate him. So trade the pick before the draft happens because if he falls into any situation like that, it's gonna be awful, and he's gonna fall back down to just another wide receiver in the class, just like JSN did whenever he got drafted behind DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Yeah, no, it's it's a it's a good point, and, and and that is something again to keep in mind this off season. There's there are cycles to dynasty, there are cycles to the pick value getting immensely high, and then when we have the reality check of the NFL draft, it does change everything in a heartbeat. So yeah, I just wanted to to, to bring that one up here real quick here. Okay, so we're starting there with the with the one hundred and one, trying to make some moves here. What's next? Do you go to Bijan at this point? Is this where you're, where you look at this running back room and say Bijan, Jameer Gibbs, Brees Hall? One of the three has to go. Two of the three, maybe. But like, I, I say two of the three. Yeah. You got you, you yeah. really only need one hammer. You're 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 again. You're in this. You really only need to start two running backs on a year. I, I love the way that Scott breaks it down on his dynasty roster construction series, where you only need. If you if you play for 17 weeks, and you probably only play for 14 weeks if you're not a playoff team. You only play for 14 weeks. You only need 28 starts out of the running back position as a whole. So why do we have three running backs that are in the top five? If we just have one and we backfill with all of these backup running backs that can potentially take the role throughout the season, if you can hit on the Kyron Williams, if you can hit on the Jerome Fords, you really only need one anchor running back, and you can easily fill that backup running back spot. Devin Singletary, again, is another guy that just you probably found and lucked your way into it. And I know you're, you're pointing the thumbs at me because I was not the Devin Singletary guy, but he is thriving well within this offense as it currently stands. And you just probably lucked your way into that as you probably maybe traded him. You maybe got him for a third at some point. And so that like I, I'm not holding on to this much capital at the running back position in dynasty as it currently stands this isn't where you want it but the issue becomes 
because nobody wants the running back position right now. And Bijan's coming off of a season where he definitely did not produce like the RB1 overall. Is he still going to garner RB1 prices during the offseason? And that's the issue that you have to try to navigate throughout your league. Can you trade Bijan, Jameer, Gibbs, Brees Hall for that true RB1 to RB3 overall prices? And if you can get two of those deals done, you do it. But it's it might be a little bit more difficult depending upon your league dynamic market. Yeah, I think this is really where you go back and you look at some of the the names. Uh, you know, again, we don't want to necessarily put names to this, but it, it gives you context for for like what matters. And when you're looking at the running back chart, and obviously CMC's at the top, but number two, Raheem Mostert. Number three, Kyron Williams. We have Alvin Kamara up here. You have James Cook, Joe Mixon, Derrick Henry, and these names are going to change. But the point is, is it's not just the the young stud name running backs that are up here. I mean, yes, Bijan is up here. Yes, Jameer Gibbs is up here. Uh, and, and, you know, but you have Tony Pollard and Kenneth Walker and Josh Jacobs and Isaiah Pacheco. Like all of these names are also in the same exact range as far as like war value. But they're going to be able to put up the same similar points and like imagine the value that you can extract from a, you know, just going from a Bijan to a Saquon Barkley plus like, you know, things like that are going to be out there. And yes, you're going to take a hit on the dynasty value, but you're also going to be able to accumulate like I will be able to accumulate other assets at that point. So it's just things like that that I'm going to start exploring um, that, that one could still give me more production and more war on my team in the future but also is going to give me the opportunity to accumulate an additional asset that could start in my lineup when I do have holes to fill. Exactly. And it's going to fill the holes. If you do get extra capital, it needs to be reinvested into this wide receiver room, right? Like this yep. is the one, this is the one room that is by far the weakest. You've got Brandon Ayuk, and that's just about it. Um, outside of the, outside of the running backs, like you, you need to pivot some of this, running back capital that we do have into the wide receiver room. And so I think that exactly what you're saying, if you can down tier to the Alvin Kamara's to the Austin Eckler's to all these old guys that nobody's going to want going into the off season. And then you pick up first on top of them, reinvest those first on top of the middling tier wide receivers that you do have the Josh Downs, Jameson Williams, Jacoby Myers. If you can add a first to those guys, what's the range of wide receiver that you can actually get up to in this league? Most of the time, you can get up into that flat tier of wide receivers, into that wide receiver 12, wide receiver 18 range, where we actually like to have our threshold wide receivers sit at. And that's probably where you need to move uh, some of these running back assets that you do have, some of the running back capital in your roster that you do have, and move it into the wide receivers a little bit more creatively than just probably trading straight up. Because Brees Hall Hall straight up for a wide receiver, you're probably not getting – truly what you should be able to get out of it but if you convert it into a pick first that's liquid i think that's much more the way that i'd want to go because i can down tier and get the pick and then reinvest the pick with one of the wide receivers that i already have my roster to up tier that wide receiver and if i can make all those moves sequentially it just makes the it makes the transition much easier than trying to just go straight from the running back to the wide receiver now if the league is stifling you you might have to do it and then you just have to be liquid at that point. But that's the that's the most optimal way is to just down tier that running back, pick up the capital, and then up tier with your wide receiver capital to get into a range that actually matters. 
I think one of the most underestimated things is is like the the shift immediately as soon as the season ends into like what matters in dynasty and and in youth is a lot of it just overall dynasty quote unquote value and how people perceive these players picks those are all going to be the most coveted things and if you have those things you control the the future of your league if you are active and 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 why i say that is because you have all of these contending teams that um are looking to make a decision this offseason what do they want to try and run it back do they want to pivot off of some of their aging assets that uh and try and move it into some youth like you are going to have the opportunity if you have picks and young players um or you know high valued young players to to really push teams into a direction and i think that's just something that's kind of underestimated is like when you really look at your league you can find teams that are like okay you know what now's the time i got to move off that tyreek all right got to got to get off that travis kelsey got to get off of those mike evans and things like that like you're going to find those teams that are looking to make those moves and are willing to overpay for the the unknown pick or the the youth simply because they need something young like and 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 it people it happens every single offseason where people that just they just want to go after the youth. And Bijan, Gibbs, Ayuk, these first round picks are going to have immense value. And so when you're looking at your rosters out there as well, this is what I want you to start thinking of is you know, thinking about how you can make moves for the betterment of your team, but also to help out quote unquote helping other teams with their direction. And and that's something that I feel like is often overlooked. And this is our favorite way to retool, right? Because you should, uh, in our opinion, maximum re- retool. I don't care if you burn it to the stakes. You should be competing in two years. Yeah. And most leagues, you should be competing in one year if you do it right. And the way that you do that is not by making picks. It is exactly what you said of, hey, whenever the offseason comes, give me your Keenan Allen. Give me your Mike Evans. Give me your Amari Cooper. And you can flip them. You, you can buy them for seconds because everybody wants the new hotness of whatever whatever's coming in. And oh, they're they're turning 29. They're on the back end of their career. I just want out and I want I want to have the upside of the new the new player. You can build a contending roster almost regardless of what your roster looks like right now. Within one year, you can build a contending roster. If you just get seconds and flip all of them for players within one year, you can probably build a contending roster if you just hit the injury variance right. Legitimately. Like they, you, can, you can make the playoffs within one year, almost regardless of what your roster looks like. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that that's, that's exactly it. Like, I mean, Amari Cooper would be a throw-in. If, if like when you're trading away a Bijan or a Gibbs. Mike Evans or- was a two back-end second, a 209 yep. to 210. People are going to they're going to write them off and it's going to be that opportunity where they're just going to be throw ins. You're trading away youth and it's like, oh, well, uh, Mike Evans, 31 years old, free agent. Who knows what's going to happen? Like lots of question marks. Keenan Allen, same thing. Like, again, these are some of the names. Cooper Cup. They're all producing, you know, players. Yes, there is risk there. There's absolutely risk. But the thing is, is like that's not the key piece. You're not trading away Bijan just for Cooper Cup. Like that's going to be like the added piece in your in your deal. And and that's the 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 key part to this is like I, you don't have to give up all of your 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 youth and all of your your high value assets just for aging pieces. But you can do it with some of them. And you can still get like, I mean, shoot, you could probably get Kyron and and, and one of these players for, for a Bijan. You're going to get the same production, if not more. And, and you're going to have that added depth piece. 
So like there's there's options out there that you just need to be able to explore and be willing to accept those types of deals. So I'm looking forward to kind of making a move on on one of those. So obviously Bijan's kind of where we'd start. Is there is there I, I know there's a lot of hype around Jameer Gibbs. Is anyone off limits? I mean, do we do we even care? Any of the three that gets you the best deal, yeah. in my opinion. Um, yeah, if if I had if I had to rank them. Honestly, I might go Jameer Gibbs, Bijan, then Brees. Honestly, I might. Honestly, and then truthfully, you're putting me like foot to flame. Um, You're you're gonna have the I because I don't know what the situation is going to look like with Atlanta in 2024. If I knew what it was going to look like with Arthur Smith with Desmond Ritter again, if it was that rolled back out there, I'd probably say it's Brees Hall over Bijan again. Yeah, because you're going to have the Aaron Rodgers hype story come back. Everybody's going to be given the pass and they're just going to roll out and everybody's going to have the he's going to be the next Aaron Jones for Aaron Rodgers coming back in 2024. And he will be high if they roll back Arthur Smith and Desmond Ritter in 2024. Brees Hall will definitely be higher than uh, B. John Robinson by the time we get to draft season. Absolutely agree. Absolutely agree. Yeah, so I definitely am going to explore those quarterback, adding some depth, uh, see if I can kind of piece together, get a little bit more depth along with some some production at the running back position and, and, and shift some of that value into wide receiver. Have those first round draft picks to make some moves with. Again, don't don't necessarily want to make those picks uh, if I don't have to, because I do feel like this team is close enough to competing. Uh, anything else at wide receiver, anything else you want to touch on with this one? Obviously we know kind of what we, what we need to do with wide receiver as far as just adding those key pieces. Yeah, I mean, you just need to get the guys, right? <laughs> you, you only have the one guy. I mean, can you, can you up tier? We are again, we're in the lineup. You always want to try to up tier within this range, but typically people are smart enough now to understand that that's, uh, it's not the best bet, yeah. but can you sell somebody on the upside of Jamison Williams right now? Oh, he's get, he's getting all this work. He, he could potentially be the long term wide receiver too behind Almond Ra. Maybe you can maybe you can sell that right now. Maybe you can sell the Josh Downs right now, the Jacoby Myers. But if, if Devonte Adams leaves, can you sell Jacoby Myers as the wide receiver one it, potentially in the Las Vegas Raiders system for a year? Typically, you're not going to be able to do that, though. So more than likely, you're just going to have to use the capital that you get out of these running backs or the capital that you already have to just straight up buy some of the wide receivers to make this team an actual competitor. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I do think that this is a a team that can compete. Just need to make the right moves as far as pivoting some of this running back value uh, and then adding some true difference makers at wide receiver. I do think there are some teams in here that that definitely need to to make some moves as far as like – transitioning into this offseason the the, the the guy's pick that i have that's for the 101 it's his 101 he has no quarterbacks but he has some some aging assets has the travis kelsey keenan allens like just kind of looking at some of those kind of names um just just trying to find some different uh players like another one that i have that was middle of the pack team has cmc it's like all right, can you push a guy like that that has Sam Howell and Matt Stafford as the starting quarterbacks? Like, can you can you push those guys into a, a position where you can get a good value on some of these high end assets um, that still is going to 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 put you in a position to win? So, uh, d- again, these are just things to, to think about. 
dynasty that is a great way to, to break down and look at all of the teams really easily so you can see again they, they do their own ranking as far as like what your team looks like whether you're a rebuilder contender fraud frisky those types of things but it's a great way to just easily access and see what each of these teams has broken down real quick simple um, and then making sure that you are part of destination debbie check out destinationdebbie.com so that you can use the war tool so that you can assess your league and truly find what is of value in your specific league it won't be the same for every single one this one is more of a standard 12 team start 10 uh so that's going to have a little bit more uh of the conversation that we've had today as well as what uh scott broke down on his roster construction series so make sure you're there uh got to be part of the community destinationdebbie.com find the tier that fits for you if you can get in the dti5 and the heisman tier you can be a voice chat you have access to all of the content creators hands down the best place to be in fantasy and this is the time to join you know you got you got a little extra christmas money you got you know you got the, the new year coming up here maybe you're getting a nice little raise this is the time to treat yourself and and make sure that you can maximize your profits in your fantasy leagues as well Exactly, because it is not just it is not just wasted money. This is truly the investment of winning dynasty fantasy football leagues. Now you can't be playing some like ten dollar leagues. Like maybe <laughs> maybe get maybe get up there, expand your portfolio, get some hundred dollar leagues in there. But whenever you pay, whatever you're ranking in seven hundred dollars around this time next season, you will be thanking destinationdevy.com, and it will be all because of all the tools that we have, the people that we have, the community that we have, helping you every single step along the way. Literally the best place within the dynasty fantasy football landscape to elevate your game to the next level if you want to get in there and talk all of this type of strategy every single day it is destinationw.com forward slash all gas heisman tier along with the dti5 it is the best bang for your buck because in the long term if you play enough it will be well worth your money no doubt about it change your game in a month when you're active it's it's going to change you your game immensely so again happy new year hopefully uh you, you've had some some glorious wins by now you know you you drank away the the sorrows of defeat if you have those and uh and yeah time to start anew 2024 new year new me can you can you trust the process without getting emotionally attached to the results it is time to start back from there draft season baby let's go let's get let's into it. i've honestly missed the off season so much like this Same, this dude. is seriously the time that we get to actually sit down there's not games four days a week where we can actually come home and actually sit down with an excel spreadsheet and i can actually run numbers do all of the all of this stuff look at all of the college games that i haven't watched i haven't watched any of the <laughs> uh any of the west coast games no i'm not watching those at the 12 o'clock at night i'm sorry i'll get to him now though and we will find we will figure out everything for you by the time that we get to the draft season we will be ready for you here probably just in a couple of weeks i mean i might just spend my entire christmas vacation back home just watching film we'll be back ready to go for all those rookie mock drafts startup mock drafts hey maybe we can get some auction mock drafts Ooh. in there as well this off season we'll see if those come about but there will be plenty of drafts going on all the time and plenty of dynasty fantasy football talk throughout all of the off season it does not stop whenever the football season stops it will go on throughout all the season and then all the way into 2024 we get six months probably seven months six months whatever it is of just pure unadulterated no football on the field talk <laughs> and bs that does not mean anything until we get to next year and i'm so ready for it
Yep, absolutely agree, man. So pumped for the 24 class. So pumped for for mock draft season. Uh, I'm I'm here for it. Startup season's right around the corner. We are here. So yes, uh, when you're looking at your rosters, if you have some questions, uh, hit us up at Trophy Chase TFDR at Cody Smith TFDR. Find us in Discord as well. Um, again, destinationdebbie.com. Got to tap in. Got to be there. The best place to be in fantasy. And yeah, enjoy your 2024. Enjoy your week back. And thank you so much for joining us here on the Overreaction Podcast.